Hello! How are we doing, Tweedy Gamer community of, last time I checked, around about 60 or 70 people? How are you doing? Tweedy Gamer here, on the very first iPad Tweedy cast thing that I'm going to be doing. Um, I have upgraded my setup. This includes an iPad which I'm filming on right now, um, the old iMac behemoth is now gone, and uh, now the content creation can begin in earnest. It'll allow me, it's a portable studio, it'll allow me to um, go to possibly events and um, essentially do live reporting for you guys, which is absolutely what I intend on doing. Those will be probably called something like Tweedy Broadcasts, something like that, um, or Tweedy Live. Um, it's all happening now. Uh, as you can see, I have got a pretty bad cold, and so I'm so grateful for the internet, which actually uh, means that no one is going to get fluey like me. But um, I'm uh, pushing through it, and I uh, just had a lovely shower, and it is time to give you guys some channel updates, and uh, and just, you know, update you on what's been happening. So, number one, uh, I have been uh, in contact with the team at Compulsion Games, uh, who are the creators of Contrast, beautiful game, uh, released on the, I think it was a release title, or a launch title rather, for um, the PlayStation 4. I'm in contact with them, uh, which is to say that I sent them a beautiful, like a very like, like heartfelt email uh, about their latest project, um, We Happy Few, which uh, I'm maybe at some point in maybe a Tweety cast, I'll uh, I'll do a readout of, of what I wrote to them. But essentially, I said that I really greatly believe in what they're doing. I think a little bit of a little bit like with the order, I was not expecting um, something so kindred to uh, you know that combines so many of the things I love um, into one um, project. I mean, that you've got the dystopic the dystopian um, aspect, which is reminiscent of The Prisoner and Logan's Run and, you know, the compulsory 5 p.m. patty cakes, you know, it's it's in that lineage of Orwell, you know, and it's, um, it's really good to see that, so first of all. But then you have something that I, I mean, a lot of people in the comments section, like on IGN, for example, are really hitting home on the fact that it uh, gives off some Bioshock vibes, and it absolutely does. Um, uh, and but I think more than anything specifically aesthetic, I mean people have gone as far as to call it a clone, but um, that I just think there's a bit of a knee jerk happening uh, with Bioshock Infinite, for example, so so fresh in our minds, and the fact that you know those that that game featured scenes where you know it was basically a, a secluded community with certain very extreme beliefs that if you didn't fit in, you know. Uh, you'd be persecuted and hunted down, and you know, which is what the premise of Bioshock Infinite was, and and um, so Bioshock Infinite is probably the closest, I think, because Bioshock, um, uh, the original one, is is more like very dystopian, very like almost post rapture apocalypse kind of thing. So, but it has it harkens back in in sort of the uh, the records you can find. You can. There's enough. There's enough between um, We Happy Few and the original Bioshock to warrant some of what people are saying. But for the most part, I think it's 
a bit of a knee jerk, a knee -jerk uh, reaction um, because um, aesthetically, uh, it's I, I haven't seen anything like it with the masks and the uh, that those leering faces. You know, I mean, you can make the argument about the splices, but the splices had their their bunny ears, and that there was very you know it, it was designed to kind of obscure really you know what was going on underneath. I mean, there was obviously the kind of very oof, god awful um, visage you know of what what they were addicting themselves to but um here the chemical if you haven't read go to the kickstarter i'll put it in the description certainly but because um, i'm going to direct upload this from the ipad it's getting very gadgety here isn't it but anyway to stay focused uh yeah um um, I've yeah been speaking with them. They've given me uh, a link to their press junket kind of um, so what, what would I call it? Yeah, like the downloads. You know, the downloads of of, of certain screenshots, and I'll be you know you know breaking that open and, and just making a feature probably on the Tweety Gamer website, which I'll also be doing from the iPad. Um, it's gonna. I've dealt with iPads quite a bit in the past, and and. It's finally time for me to have my own, and I'm going to fully flex it and use it. So, uh, but basically, look, definitely check out um, We Happy Few and spread the word about it. You know, uh, uh, ukulele, um, Bloodstained, and We Happy Few all deserve your attention on Kickstarter. I think the former has about ten days left. Uh, the mid, the midder, <laughs> Bloodstained, has. I'm not sure how long that has actually. Um, it, it would have launched only about two weeks ago, something like that. But go and check that out. Um, and, and then obviously we happy few. Look at the logo of that. Look at, look at all the tiers, all the rewards. I myself am on the boxer award to get the signed box set. You know, it, I'm not even going to think about, hmm, this is like Uncle Jack, not even going to think about if it doesn't get kickstarted, it better or someone's gonna get a bit of a slap, aren't they? Anyway, so uh, we happy few done. I go check it out. Now, next up, we have some amazing, cool stuff, which I think just I think was literally announced today or yesterday. Star Wars Uprising, the mobile iOS Android game for Star Wars, which apparently has like years of content in the planning and is canon and is <laughs> it's about you know an imperial commander who like could not accept that the emperor died and has cordoned off a section of space and has now running it like a dictatorship just pretty, a little bit like uh, you know we happy few like it didn't happen you know nothing la 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 and because the rebels fled that place in um uh, Empire Strikes Back. It's not so much to do with the level rebels, but um, everyone else. So bounty hunters and smugglers and and other characters are going to step in, and you can create your own character. It's going to be amazing. <laughs> it's going to be fantastic. Um, a little addendum I will add to my Star Wars segment is that I am going to go to Sydney IMAX Theatre to see The Force Awakens. I will probably be doing a Tweety cast from it. I'll be in line waiting for it. I'll probably say it seven times. I'll be doing it with Brendan. Um, so yeah. 
Okay, so minor little tangent to this guy. That is Geralt from The Witcher 3. I have the collector's edition. I only yesterday bought a PS4, finally. I traded in my PS3 for it, as you should do. The tradition that has been in place since the PS1 days. I remember trading my PS1 in for the PS2, etc. That's what you should do. Keep the tradition going. You guys remember that demo from the PS1 uh, Tekken 3 with... Oh man, just... Sorry, yeah, Tekken 3. Oh, I just had a crazy memory jig. I have so many fun memories of opening consoles. It's like they're little bookmarks, you know, um, in our lives. Of You know exactly where you were, where you were, you know, opening the box and, and updating. It's like, here we go, another, another, another generation, you know, another milestone. So uh, my question, my community question for you guys with this Tweety cast, I need to get all of that tidied up. Because I'm starting to lose track of what Tweedy is what. Anyway, been looking at too much We Happy Few stuff. Starting to feel a bit jolly or joyful or whatever. That's the drug, it's called joy. Anyway, um, tangent. Uh, what was I saying? Um, I'm sure it'll come back to me. But anyway, so. The Witcher. Um, I'll pan over. I'll get my water bottle out of the way. And you can see... All the rest of my show. Yeah. This is going to be the format of the show for a while. Um, anything that I have brand new to talk about is going to be on this shelf here. Um, the Witcher. World of the Witcher and Dragon Age. World of Thebes. Bayerayas. So. I'm totally going to have to eBay them later. Not really. I've been eBaying like crazy. Apparently they charge you money to eBay. I didn't know that. I eBayed my computer, which was successful. But um, anyway, so Star Wars, We Happy Few, a little bit of The Witcher, um, community question. I want, I definitely want you guys to, to, if it's possible, I would love to hear at least one of your memories of opening, um, of when, of when it was and how it felt to open, you know, a console. It's, I'm sure that I'm looking forward to hearing hearing that, but um, um, I'm not sure if I've said it anywhere in this so far, but I apologize for the delay with content creation. It's just, I've just needed to move some things around and streamline some things. Um, stop saying things, it's too vague. Um, I've had to sell my computer in order to buy an iPad, and that has involved time and effort. Uh, and also, I have finished my exams, which is brilliant. I'm so happy about it. It lets me uh, exist, you know. Lets me do my thing. Yeah. Anyway, I uh, with my job, I actually um, I have so much time to think and to sort of plan this stuff that sometimes I feel as though occasionally I should have an episode where I just bleh, everything, outline things, and just see what I can make, and then start building that routine of content creation. But these Tweety casts are sort of basically behind the scenes. Again, as I've said in previous videos, these ones are about essentially what it's like to speak with me in person. You know, you're literally right, all of you, all 75 plus, possibly even more. I mean, I'm counting the subscribers, but also the viewers. However many hundreds of you are right now in my room. Um, gosh, that would be frightening to see how many. But in a really beautiful technological way you are. And welcome. It's a it's my little universe of tweed and 
and love. I've got, uh, um, I, you know, I've got some stuff. It's it's pretty it's pretty all right. <laughs> anyway, um, I'm very professionally not looking at myself in the screen. Okay, so we've covered off on those. Um, E3 is happening. Star Wars Visceral game. There's a rumor, a very strong rumor, about it being a third-person Uncharted slash Mass Effect style third-person RPG. So I am incredibly stoked for that. Who hasn't imagined being Han Solo in that kind of Mass Effect kind of way? I mean, look, the, the, the Normandy is a... It's a... No, I'm, I will not, you know diss on that series, I love that series. But if you think about it, from a certain point of view, at least in some gamers' expectations, and some people's minds, and like, that place in your mind that makes that connection of like, why hasn't this happened yet? The Normandy is just waiting to be the Millennium Falcon. Shepard is waiting to be Solo, and the Joker, I guess, or Joker is waiting to be Chewbacca, because he's the co-pilot, and yeah. So I am really looking forward to that part of E3. Um, I have got my tickets to Jurassic World. There, this is a bit of an eclectic update, and I'll try and stick to a few central things, but if you thought that I had basically discussed the main focal point of this Tweedycast, you can think again. Fallout 4 happened yesterday. It's amazing. It makes me so happy. I really enjoyed that trailer. I just saw a few trailer breakdowns on the treadmill, which I enjoyed. And I really, I, I actually, I think that it's going to be not only released this year, but, and not only will I try desperately to figure out some kind of way to do some, you know, some playthrough stuff and some commentary. At the very least, I should be able to lay some commentary over some gameplay. Um, I'll try and figure that out. We've got the first sniffle of this video. Everyone keeping count of sniffles? Go for it. Number one. I'll try and keep count with you. But anyway, yeah, so Fallout 4, um, it has, it is going to be the subject of most certainly, very much like Bloodborne, it's going to be the subject of its own three-part Tweety cast thing, because there is so much to discuss. And in fact, you know, the great guys over at ShoddyCast do a fantastic job on those lore videos, and I was listening to them as I tidied up my apartment the other day. They're so well done, and I haven't even... This is just the first season. I think I've only seen nine episodes of the first season, and... Um, I'm going to be looking at the other seasons, and also those behind, I think there's behind the magic kind of ones, where it's, it actually talks about it, direct historical references and, and little Easter eggs that were placed inside, and factoids and stuff, which, you know, I'll be absolutely, let's just say, referencing, I was going to say appropriate, just grab and just pass on to you guys through this channel, because those guys are dedicated lore guys. They, I love what they do. They um, have a mission of essentially being the most comprehensive um, law repository, uh, in video format at least, on the web, and I support them entirely with that. I want to do as much as I can uh, to, to sort of wave people their way, um, because for them it's essentially like they're doing it basically quite factually. I mean, 
they have some of the idiosyncrasies of the narrator that pour into um, how the information is presented, but um, that is most certainly, it's a resource. Shodikast is, is basically like a video encyclopedia, and I, I, just brilliant, and it's completely free, technically, you know, you can you need an internet connection, but brilliant, so props to you guys, brilliant. Um, so, so far, I'm thinking about the title of this video. It's going to be Long Overdue Update or something, combined with Fallout 4, which is a trending search term, and I will figure something out. But onwards to even more content. So, Brendan and I uh, will be doing an unboxing of Arkham Knight on the 24th, I think it's when it comes out. He'll be here on the couch, we'll be doing that. Um, I'm really looking forward to that. However, and I, I gave Brendan the same look yesterday when we played a bit of Witcher. He has been really, really enjoying The Witcher to the point where I basically turned to him and I said, Brendan, are you sure you're going to enjoy Arkham Knight as much as The Witcher? Because The Witcher has a down pat. It's been, an, I don't know how long comparatively because they announce certain development times, but often the truth can be a bit different. So, I was pretty much going to ask him, which do you prefer? I mean, it looks like The Witcher's had more time to develop. And he immediately said, it's going to be just as good. So, yeah, I guess it's going to be just as good. We'll see. We shall see. Um, I am going to be... I've, I've said my tickets about Jurassic World. Um, it's going to be a good rest of 2015... But a lot of what I've been doing is looking at 2016 already. So many things filming and in creation right now for that year. Phenomenal. And I don't see it that much out there. So I'll just say, go check out those um, screenshots. Uh, sorry, those um, set photos of Knights of the Round Table, King Arthur with Charlie Hunnam, I think his name is. Yes, the guy from Sons of Anarchy and Pacific Rim. Go and check that out, because... Brilliant! Gosh, it'll be a retelling of, the, like, the Arthur legend with, hopefully, Pegasi. Pegasi! That's from the picnic face. Anyway. Um, I was going to bring out one of the books to show you, but it's all sealed up, and why would I do that for you guys? No, I'm just kidding. Well, that should be fine. But anyway, um, I've had one community question so far um, from a... What's his name? Oh, no, yeah, he told me um, anonymous email, just straight to my Tweety cast. He basically asked me about my tattoos. Why do I have so many and what they are about? So I'll give you the... Ooh, number two. Sniffle number two, I think. I haven't possibly forgotten any. But anyway, uh, my tattoos are, I've designed them myself. Um, they are abstract, obviously. They are asymmetrical, which means they are not very tidy, but they are coherent and they do have some structure and they do tell a story or multiple stories across different tattoos. Um, and I made them in the late 2000s I designed them and I got them my first one in 2007 um, which was it's now covered but it was here and it was basically a, a much 
So let me just show you. Right there. Yeah. And it was just on the inside of my arm, and it was much, much less wobbly, as I'd say this one is. Much spikier, more aggressive, and it kind of fit in with how, you know, angry and like a bit angsty I was as a younger person. But so they began as basically um, scribbles in class, as you do. And it was in French class that I first designed what eventually became this one here. Um, and I named that one like the sigil of the... I think it was... I was very, very into Warhammer at the time. And I called it the sigil of the ardent pravity or something. Because I heard an old use of the word ardent, which was supposed to be you know, fervent and strong, and then pravity was supposed to be the opposite of depravity, so the ardent purity or something. I really enjoyed the witch hunters, really loved them. They're great. Um, and so started as scribbling just in class, you know, and I kind of kept to myself in class. And then I started doing a few more in basic training for the army. I did mention in my first video that I did some army service, and I did. Um, this is going to be a, almost long-winded if I don't sort of move things forward, but it, hey, you get enough of those stories of people who are like, oh yeah, I just got that because I look cool. Yeah, you know, it's like, it's about my father, you know. Look, to each their own, but hey, the guy asked, and he's going to get his answer, and it means that I don't have to give the answer again because I can just refer them to this video. I'll have tattoo explanation, I think, in the title, for sure. Um, so where are we? Yep. Sorry, old people like me tend to drift and then come back, so thank you for your patience. Tattooed old woman, in many senses. Introverted, tattooed old woman. Hmm. Telling my story. Okay. 2009 is when I got the chess piece. So 2007, 2009, um, and 2008. So 1, 2, 3, 7, 8, 9. Uh, after the one in basic training, I was basically, there was an accident in the forces, um, and I was in hospital for a while. And in hospital, they helped me, like doing the patterns actually helped me when I was in my hospital bed to kind of, as therapy, you know. Um, and I, yeah, like I took what was began as sort of classroom sketches and then something I developed into something that was quite healing, you know, and, um, and what I did is because at the time it was, yeah, it was a pretty traumatic thing. It was, uh, um, I was left out on a firing range by my unit in the army. Um, yeah, happened a long time ago. What are you going to do? And... Basically, um, I what I did is I uh, the way that I kind of recovered from that. It was part of my recovery. You know, there's people who do art therapy. You know, um, and for me, um, my art therapy was uh, to sort of start developing ideas for getting these as tattoos because. As I saw them, I saw them as things that got me through an experience, and I need, I sort of made it so in my own head that I needed them to kind of move through my negative experience, and they gave me strength, and I, I, I sort of ascribed a lot of power, and 
and energy to them, you know, and meaning to them. And they are, they're still very meaningful to this day for what they did, you know. And um, so, as again, they began as scribbles, but then um, they started taking on quite a lot of meaning. And the meaning was, uh, arrived quite naturally. And that's the key word, naturally, because they're very natural. They're very flowing, you know, very, um, like, amoebas and some of the aesthetic references from mother nature i guess you can say cracks in the cracks in the road branches you know cells um, waves in the sea um, the shadows that leaves make from trees and the veins in your eyes and in your or the capillaries rather sorry and the veins in your um body you know and what i started what i basically did this is big roundabout way of saying that I started recognizing that in all these different contexts, you know, in life, what sort of united them were these patterns. The fact that lightning strikes in the same pattern seemingly as um, as a branch growing or as a crack forming, you, you notice that there's a similarity. And I, in my own sort of recovery of, I sort of isolated myself from people to an extent, and I just developed these ideas and these um, investigations into these the subject matter of patterns and, and nature and, and what and what it meant that they were all generating from the same place seemingly sort of these invisible ley lines along which these patterns form on in all these different contexts and I found something quite magical about that and what for someone who had felt quite dis disconnected from people it was good to have a reaffirmation of that connection in the world. It's like everything is connected inherently, so I don't have to worry about ever feeling like I'm drifting far away or that, um, you know. It made it easier to forgive the people who were responsible for the incident long ago. Um, made it much easier to move through my trauma, you know. And that's what I suggest anyone who is just on the off chance going through a bit of tough times and feeling that disconnection, do think about the core, do think about the fundamentals of life and existence. It always grounds you, always makes you realize that inherently things are all connected. You are part of your experiences. You are part of a negative experiences and part of positive ones. You don't have to feel like they can tower over you or, uh, because you're one with them, you're on the same level as everything, and you can process everything on the same plane, on the same energy level. You know, you can, whatever life throws at you, you can just take it at the same level and not get overwhelmed or, you know, or anything like that, or depressed or anything, because it's all on the one level, you know, that, and that's, that's not kooky, that's not hippie speak, it's just kind of true, it's sort of, the objective truth of things is just they all exist and everything is connected because it all exists and it sort of it sort of destigmatized a lot of my own fears and a lot of my own uh, worries about life and it allowed me to yeah just kind of reconnect with myself and uh, these patterns are a part of that you know and however at, at one point I as you can see I've stopped you know uh, the plan was the plan initially was to continue but what happened was, um, because however kind of altruistic my motives were, the origin point of the decision to get them tattooed, not their idea, not the concept which originated 
um, you know, a little bit before the accident, a little bit after, but uh, the impetus to actually get it tattooed on you that came from pain that came from wanting to escape pain and uh, it was a painful experience which prompted that i believe you know um and when you get a tattoo which is a permanent thing uh because of a temporary experience which is what pain is you know pain along with any other um condition you know we move away from pain literally that's why whenever we stub ourselves it's not like we're hurt forever it, it goes it passes so for something that passes, don't get it permanently commemorated on your body. I can say this as a completely, very like extens extensively tattooed guy. I don't, sniffle number three. I don't behave or comport myself like a tattooed guy. I don't even feel tattooed most of the time. That's because, not that I've disconnected myself from them, but it just means that I don't, carry myself that way and I don't feel defined by them they're not a fashion thing for me they're not they're just part of my story they're not a priority for me they're not um a sign of who I am they're a part of who I am but I don't put them out there to tell people it's like I went through some stuff and I got them and uh, there they are and they're part of my story you know that's what they are so so for whoever anonymously emailed me that is why I have my tattoos. Um, this one is called Organopy, as in organic canopy. This one is called Creation Through Conflict, which is a two abstract birds clashing with each other and they're part of a creative mythology that I'll be developing and it can be found at quantummyth.com. So you combine the words quantum and the word myth, quantummyth.com, learn more about those guys. And this one here is called Natural Forces, and uh, it's a fusion of forest detritus silhouettes. Forest detritus in terms of bones and bark and leaves and vines, skulls, animal skulls, that sort of thing. So all in silhouette and um, kind of arranged a bit shamanically, as in like a shaman would do uh, for like a ritual of divination, you know. That's what that's what that is so many years so 2007 to 2012 was that project or that period of me making the patterns I don't I haven't made them for years now at least three years um, I've been doing other stuff including Tweety Gamer and Quantum Myth and um, but if you do want to learn more about them I've created an archive site um, where I can also sell the patterns, and that can be found at shapescapesart.wordpress.com. I'll put that link in the description as well. So we're coming up to our 30 minutes. Um, I wanted to keep it around about that, but uh, look, I'm just so glad to be back, and I'm for all of you who are still watching, um, thank you. And uh, for all of you who recommended the channel to anyone else, thank you. Um, yeah. Look, a big uh, Canberran, slightly fluey, number four, let's make it five. Okay, great. Uh, a big, big Canberran, um, bear hug to all of you. Um, next up is probably going to be some Witcher-centric uh, um, content, maybe another video. Um, but most likely, um, it's going to be the E3 Tweety cast. And just saying, hashtag Last Guardian.
Keep it real, guys. A scholarly lens on the interactive medium. Thank you for your interest and patronage. Take it easy. Bye now.